Hey guys, thank you for listening to another episode of Laguna Biatch, the podcast. I wanted to say sorry because I'm running late. I know this month has been a little bit difficult with my schedule and with recording and then editing and watching the episode and doing all those things, but luckily it's slowing down, so hopefully I'll be able to get back on track with the once a week podcasts. Um, somebody did DM me and they're like, your podcast is always late. But then I looked at their profile and saw that they weren't following anyone. They had no posts. They didn't even have a photo. So it was just a troll coming through to say hi, I guess. But I do want to apologize and thank you guys so, so much for being awesome and like understanding. And I appreciate it. Glad I got all that out there. You guys are the best. And you're the reason I keep doing this. Like it's so awesome when I get feedback and when you guys kind of tell me what you like, what you don't like, things like that. I really, really appreciate it. So let's get right into this episode. It is Cabo, Cabo, Cabo. And we already know what happens in Cabo ends up on MTV, right? I don't care if that joke is a little old. I'm going to keep saying it. But we know that like from season one, Cabo is the place where drama happens. It's where teenagers underage drink, call each other sluts and just like go insane. Really, (laughs) it really looks like the place to party. And I am 28. I'm newly 28. And I would still love to go to Cabo and go down that slide that they go into like near the waterfall. They go right into the water. I'm like, oh, I want that. I will not wear a cowgirl hat. So getting right into it, Kristen's voiceover, we find out that she's team Alex M right now. You know, she was kind of like, I can't get over what Jessica did. It's pretty messed up what Jessica did. And she just doesn't want to deal with Jessica drama, which I can't blame her. I think if I was friends with both people and they were, you know, fighting over the same guy, I would try and stay out of it. But if Jessica like went and hooked up with Jason while he's dating Alex, yeah, that's pretty fucked up. So I'm I'm on Kristen's side with this one. I will say that I think it's really messed up what Jessica did. She did a really messed up thing. <laughs> Wait, that's Lauren. Just kidding. That's not Alex M. That's Lauren says that. And she says he did a really messed up thing. I'll never like Spencer. I also just want to apologize. I can hear my neighbors screaming outside. I don't know if you guys will be able to, but it's like the first day where it's not 106 in a while. So they're outside, I'm sure, riding their bikes and stuff living the dream, living their kid life. But if you hear it, I apologize. I feel like you can hear noises way better in this apartment than my old one. But anyway, if you hear like a kid screaming, I don't have a child. It's my neighbor's kid probably running up and down the hallway. Okay, so back to where I was. (laughs) Um, We find out that Kristen's team, Alex, and I actually found a blog from 2006 and it has a lot of juicy stuff in it. It talks about how Jason and Alex weren't together long at all because Jason would drink and get kind of angry and get kind of mean. And Alex was like, nah, fuck that. Again, I'm not sure if this is real. So allegedly, I don't know how much you can trust like a live journal blog from 2006, but it kind of makes sense because they actually also added that Alex H and Kristen weren't speaking to Jessica at all on this trip, which makes sense because again, Jessica's not in any scenes with them. She's with Emily the whole time. So yeah, the, the 2006 blog says that Alex H. and Kristen weren't talking to Jessica, and that's why Jessica's all alone, which is kind of sad, but also like, you did it to yourself, homegirl. And that's one of the things, like, this is when we kind of start to see Jessica not being the good girl and not being the girl that, like, we all feel bad for. It's no longer like, poor Jessica. It's more like, ooh, Jessica, why? So Alex and Kristen are getting ready. We find out that what happens in Cabo stays in Cabo. It just doesn't work. Alex tells Kristen and Kristen quickly says, especially when your whole school goes to the same place for spring break, which I can't even imagine that hell. First of all, 
where I'm from, spring break, you just like stay at home and go to the mall. A couple people would go to Disney or like on a cruise or something, but most people just, we stayed home. <laughs> Not everybody went to um, Cabo San Luca. But while they're packing, Alex and Kristen agree that they can both see Alex and Jessica fighting one night in Cabo. So they're definitely predicting the future and they know there's going to be a what girl fight. Does anyone remember that Brooke Valentine song? No, just me. Okay, cool. Totally fine. Don't even worry. Don't even worry, guys. One other thing that they talk about is Kristen and Talon and that we know Kristen and Talon will hook up, which, you know, I don't blame her. Talon was a little haughty. What you call him? Haughty toddy or whatever she calls him. He is good looking and I'll talk more about why Frankie Delgado ended up in this episode. (laughs) Fucking Frankie Delgado, man. I can't even. I'll talk about Frankie Delgado when we get to the Frankie Delgado part, okay? So the next scene, Jason's packing for Costa Rica and he has like this raspy voice. Like, you can barely understand him. That's my smoker voice. I can't do it. I'm not a smoker, so I don't have that voice, but it's something similar to that. And he says he's not allowed in Cabo. And again, this 2006 blog said that's because he was in and out of rehab even in high school, which I found really interesting because he's openly like wasted. But again, if you're not ready for treatment, you're not going to take it seriously. And his parents may maybe they felt like they couldn't really do anything to help him at that point. But yeah, he wasn't allowed to go to Cabo and Cedric's going to Cabo. Next scene is Miss Alex M with Taylor. And she says she is really mad at Jessica. I am really mad at Jessica. (laughs) That's what she says to Taylor. And Taylor's like, ooh, that's your really mad face. (laughs) That's the thing. Taylor was funny. She was really underrated, but she's pretty funny. She's like, everybody is on my side about it. I mean, she she hooked up with my boyfriend. That's like against the rules. That's how Alex talks like the whole entire scene. I am so pissed off at Jessica. You have no idea. That's exactly how she sounds, I swear, I promise. So pulling up to the hotel, Kristen and Alex H. are already buzzed. Like, they're sipping out of their little plastic cups, and they walk out and almost fall out. And then they go to get their bags and realize someone else is getting them, and they're like, Carlos, do you need me to get... Okay, okay, thank you, Carlos. (laughs) They look over the pool, and then they, I guess, head to their room. But it shows Emily and Jess... coming in together so we find out they're rooming together and all of a sudden we're down at the beach with Miss Alex H and Kristen and they're watching Sam skimboard and drinking their fruity drinks like living their best life and I know so many people hate that saying and I usually hate that saying like I don't say that about myself but that's genuinely like in high school senior year you're lounging on a cabana on a beach in Mexico watching someone who you think is super hot go on a skimboard and get all wet and shit. So yeah, yeah, that is living your best life. And a lot of people ask about Sam now. And if you watch the live with Morgan and Alex, they kind of talked about him a little and how he wanted nothing to do with the cameras. And again, I think if he did want something to do with the cameras, season one, the main triangle would have been Sam, Kristen, Steven, and then LC would have come in to swoop Steven every once in a while. He now has like a fashion company. He has like a I don't know, clothes. He makes clothes. I'm not going to call it a fashion label because I don't know how big you have to be to have a fashion label, but I think it sells in like a store in California. But he seems like a real hippy dippy now and he's married to someone and it looks like they got married in a meadow and I don't have his handle on hand. Maybe I can throw it up in my story, but a random follower sent it to me. Not a random follower. That was mean. A helpful follower sent it to me. 
And I don't know if I can go back and find it, but Sam now runs some kind of fashion clothing boutique. Maybe he designs it himself. I'm not 100% sure. All right. Back to the moment where Kristen and Alex are living their best life. They have a cheers and they say to hot boys like that, Sam, in their room. So they're looking at Sam and they're like, cheers to hot boys like that in our room. (laughs) Which, hell yeah, cheers to that, you little seniors in high school. Like, sometimes I'm watching this and I'm like, what the fuck? No wonder why my mom didn't want me watching this show. She didn't win, obviously, but she definitely wasn't into me watching Laguna Beach. She also wasn't into me watching Real World, but again, she lost that fight. (laughs) That's what happens when you're home alone a lot as a kid. You get to watch whatever you want. So after that little cheers, um, Taylor, Alex, M, and Morgan show up together, and they go right to the pool. And as they're walking down, Alex says, I don't want to say hi to dumb Jessica. But she's like, hey, boys, her voice this whole this whole episode, Alex's voice is just like different. It's like, I don't know if she's drunk the whole time or what, but it just sounds different from what we're used to with Alex. But she goes and says hi to the boys who are sitting with Jessica, but doesn't say hi to dumb Jessica, as she says. So Jessica's like, this is so stupid. So her and Emily's go and get their nails done. That's the first time we see the giant ass hickey on Jessica's neck. And I mean, it is fucking huge. Like, I don't think I've ever seen a hickey that big. And again, I think I talked about this last episode or two episodes ago. Hate hickeys. Do not put them on my neck. Oh, I've had probably I had one my whole life and it was huge and I was so upset. So, yeah, we see Jessica's huge hickey and she looks at Emily and she's like, um, does it look like a bruise? And she goes, no, it looks like a hickey. And Emily's just over it. And, you know, she starts spitting the truth, telling Jessica that Jason isn't in her past and that hooking up with him is lame. And Jessica's just like, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. But Emily's just like over it because she wants to have a good Cabo trip. And she knows that this bitch is about to ruin her Cabo trip because she hooked up with Jason, who's dating Alex M. And nobody wants to be on Alex M's bad side, right? We all know you be on Alex M's good side. So, yeah, Emily is kind of the MVP of this whole episode. And I know sometimes I dub someone the MVP, but today it's definitely Emily. And she has like a cute little family. I suggest um, going to follow her on Instagram. I'm following her. If you click on who I'm following, Emily, Emily, I forget her last name. Emily Roder, I want to say. I'm probably wrong. Just look up Emily and you'll see. (laughs) you'll see her so we're at pool time and Jessica is watching from her balcony what a good time and there's a part of me that like feels bad for Jess but then I'm also like no dude you hooked up with someone's boyfriend like you can't do that and then we have the slide moment that I was talking about earlier the slide that I want to go on so bad and if any of you have gone on it please tell me the experience is it a 10 out of 10 it looks like a 10 out of 10 especially if you're going to that little pool bar first like a swim up bar I've never gone to a resort or anything like that and I really want to but I might be going to New Orleans so if any of you have New Orleans recommendations please let me know anyway back to Cabo (laughs) We have the slide moment and then we have a weird circle seance ritual type thing. Like all the girls have their arms around each other and they're going around in a circle bouncing up and down and someone's in the middle. And it's like, what are you trying to summon? (laughs) So they're summoning somebody. We have a little Alex M and Kristen moment, which we don't get a lot of. I know they were really close and they're still pretty good friends. But oh, you want some tea? 
You ready for some tea? So when Kristen was like, yeah, me and Alex lived together in L.A. on Very Cavallari, they threw up a picture of Alex M. and Kristen, but it was supposed to be Alex H. So I find it very interesting that she chose that instead of Alex H. I don't really know why she went that route, 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 whatever it's called. But yeah, uh, that's just a little tea. And maybe I know a little bit more. Maybe I'll talk about it a little bit more. We'll see. We'll see. How, maybe at the end of the episode, I'll talk about it. But we see Talon and a very young Wilmer Valderrama looking Frankie Delgado with their squirt guns full of vodka, let's say. I'm guessing it's not water. So fun fact, at this point, Talon is in L.A., like living with Frankie as his roommate. Alex M. said that they met through Lindsay Lohan. And a lot of people are like, well, he's still in Laguna High. No, he dropped out. That's why he didn't walk at graduation. But MTV didn't want it to seem like anyone actually dropped out of high school or anything like that, whereas Talon was trying to be a singer and an actor and he moved to L.A. So again, that's why he didn't walk. That's how he met Frankie Delgado. And that is something a lot of people ask me. So I'm glad I got it out there. Young Frankie Delgado in season two of Laguna with Talon. That's why, because they were buddies. And then Frankie became friends with all of them through Talon, obviously. So now we have one of my favorite moments. I always love when the girls are getting ready in the bathroom. I think it's just so relatable because we've all done that with our friends. And Alex and Kristen are getting ready for dinner. They're just kind of like talking. I feel I didn't write anything down, so I don't think anything that big happened. I think they asked about Jessica or something. And I was just like, meh, meh, no need. So they all get to dinner and Kristen ends up sitting on Talon's lap. And then our girl Morgan S comes in and she's like, Talon, doesn't Kristen look hot because she's wearing all of my clothes? As Morgan S does. And doesn't that mean Morgan S was getting ready with them too? So weren't all the girls probably getting ready together? What the fuck, MTV? I know you wanted to keep this like girl against girl, but come on. I wish that they gave us a little bit more. Because I also feel like this show taught me to like hate girls. (laughs) I mean, most of the shows were like, yeah, be a bitch to a girl and it's funny. But I feel like this show did it extra, especially with the whole Elsie and Kristen thing. But that's not what this is about. This is about Cabo. And I keep going off and I'm sorry. After Morgan says that, Talon like leans in and he's like, you're really naturally pretty to Kristen. And it's cute. And she like does this thing. She leans into him and puts her finger on her cheek and kind of brings it down like a fake tear. It's like that moment. It's like, I'm going to ruin your life and I'm sorry. (laughs) That's from How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days where she's like waving goodbye and she's like, I'm going to ruin your life. (laughs) That's Kristen with Talon at all times. So they end up at the club called Roxy and Talon and Kristen are grinding with each other. They're grinding and there's a lot of strobe lights and Alex M and our girl Courtney Mayo running dancing and Courtney's an unsung hero a little bit remember during the live with Kendra and Cammy, she talks about slicing Kristen's tires because Kristen slept with her boyfriend <laughs> I guess what happened was they were all at the movies Courtney found out what happened and she ended up going to the movies while Kristen was in the movie and slashed their, her tires so yeah don't fuck with Courtney Mayo guys keep that in mind so the next morning, Alex H. and Kristen are on the beach chatting and they're talking about how big the waves are, which is exactly what Steven did when he was in Cabo. So I'm assuming the waves in Cabo are very large. And Kristen says, I think I tell guys shit that I don't really mean and lead them on. And she just kind of laughs about it. She's like, you know, she says she doesn't really like Talon, but she likes to kiss him. And yeah, so that's that's that moment. <laughs> we find out that 
she does like Talon, but she doesn't want to be with him, but she likes to kiss him. So they're good friends with benefits. And again, Talon is probably living it up in L.A., but he knows what he needs to do for the cameras, which we always appreciate. I mean, Stephanie Pratt is basically carrying the new Hills reboot, which is a fucking mess, but I'll get into that at the end. So now we have Jess walking down the beach alone, and she's leaving Jason a voicemail as she strolls along the beach. She's just like, hi, I'm just calling to see what you're up to. Okay, I I miss you. All right, well, okay, I miss you. Bye. Like, it's just the most bizarre thing. And Jason probably got that while he was in Costa Rica, and he was like, oh, what is this? <laughs> like, don't call me anymore. <laughs> but then we find out he does want her to call him, right? Fight the slide 2005. Okay, I need to stop jumping all around, guys. I'm sorry. I I miss you, and I'm just, I live alone now, so you guys are getting all my thoughts. <laughs> But then we have a Taylor and Alex moment and they're laying on this float that looks like a mattress in the pool and neither of them have a voice. You know, they're talking and Taylor asks if she's doing okay, and Alex is like, I'm not thinking about Jason at all, which is good. We love a girl who can get over a piece of shit guy quickly. There you go, Alex. Keep killing it. So then we have a balcony scene with Jessica, Cedric and Emily. Jessica and Cedric are both doing coughs like the deep cough you take after Taking a hit of a blunt or a joint or a bowl or a bong or whatever. Not that I know. I'm very innocent. (laughs) But, you know, it's like a like a deep cough because your lungs are like, stop, (laughs) please stop. But both Cedric and Jessica said that they weren't smoking weed because I asked them. I'm like on that balcony scene where you're coughing and it sounds like you're smoking weed. Were you? Cedric was like, no, I've never smoked weed, which I don't know if I believe. And then Jessica said the same thing, which, again, I don't know if I believe. Again, I'm not going to say they were smoking weed because last time I accused, I said a cast member was doing drugs, I they threatened to sue me. So I've learned my lesson. It just sounds like that. I'm not saying they were. It just sounds like it. OK, all right. Next. <laughs> Cedric is also going to town on some chapstick. And I remember during one live, someone was like, Cedric has a wet mouth. I'm like, oh, what? But not wrong. I guess I could see the wet mouth. But basically, Emily is just sick of Jessica and Alex at this point. Jess is nervous that Alex wants to fight her. And Emily's like, she's not going to fight you. Can we please just leave this fucking hotel room tonight? And as Jessica's walking away, she does her sing song voice that she does a lot. And she's like, this is going to be an interesting night. It's like, excuse me, Jessica, stop it. You're not Christina season one. So then we have the scene. You guys know what scene I'm talking about. The scene. And there's Spanish music playing and red lights. And a scene that has weird lighting and anything stresses me out. Like, I don't like different colored lights. In season one, it was green lights. In this one, it's red. So you know it's going to be worse than season one. So Alex spots Emily and she's like, where's Jessica? And she's like in Emily's face, jumping around, jumping around. And Emily's like, Please don't ruin my Cabo trip. I I don't care. I'm sorry, Emily. I don't care. She wants to fight Jessica. Like, Emily, you're not going to stop Alex M tonight. Alex M is going to fight Jessica, and I'm sorry about your Cabo trip. So Alex ends up kind of cornering Jessica against, like, a column, and they're just going back and forth. You're a slut. Say you're a slut. And she's like, I'm sorry for being a slut. (laughs) And Taylor's a huge mood this whole scene because she's standing super close like basically in the middle of the two of them and she's just smiling watching them go back and forth she's like what the fuck is happening I appreciate it 
And she's not saying a word. Like I said, she's just smirking. And Alex is pissed that Jessica didn't call her to apologize. She's like, I'm trying to apologize. I've tried to apologize. No, no. You could have you could have called me and said, I'm sorry, Alex. I did a fucked up thing. But no, you walked around talking. That is my impression of this fight. I didn't get to record it, but I hope I'm doing okay because that's exactly how it went. Basically, how low are you, dude? And she goes, "Okay, I'm a slut. How low are you? You're a low chick. I'm super low. That's her response. And if it was the Laguna Beach musical that I'm writing and that is probably never going to get made, Alex would walk away and then you just hear the music for Low by Kelly Clarkson playing. And that is everything I need in my life. You know, she'd be walking, her head would be down and be like, everybody's talking, but they don't say a thing. They look at me with sad eyes, but I don't want the sympathy. She's like, I don't want your sympathy. I want you to apologize and I want you to call yourself a slut and then I'll walk away. Also, that is the most you will ever hear me sing in my whole life. Please don't show it to anybody. Okay, thank you. So the next morning, the two Alexes, Taylor and Kristen, are having a brunch. Alex tells Kristen... (laughs) That Jessica had a bitch ass attitude and she wanted to hit her. She's like, my my fists were clenched and I was ready to throw a punch. And so Kristen sticks up for Jessica and she says that like Jessica was mad at Alex and Jason that they got together so fast. And Alex is just like, I don't care. But one thing that Alex said, I don't know if it was during the first live I did with her, or the second one, but she was like, it didn't show Jessica and I making up the next day. Which they did. I guess that, you know, Alex was like, you know, she hit me on the wrong night in Cabo. I was drunk. And then I apologized the next day and we hashed it out and we were cool for the rest of the trip. But MTV doesn't want women to like each other. And especially if you were in Laguna with with brunette hair, you were nothing but trouble. Okay, you did not bring good things to the storyline. You were just there for the trouble. So the next scene, Jessica swears she would never go back out with Jason. Well, ever. Maybe not ever, but like never, she keeps saying. And Emily's just like, I want to go the fuck home. Like, I don't want to deal with you anymore, Jessica. So everyone leaves the slut shaming capital of the world. And then the next scene is Alex and Courtney, Alex M and Courtney Mayo. They're going to do a little stalking mish. They're going to talk to Jason. They're going to go find him. They're going to tell him what's up. They're going to read him to filth. I want to start saying that more, but I don't think I'm cool enough to say it. But I'm still going to just throw it out there here and there. All right. So they show up and the basketball scene's wicked awkward. Like all the guys are just trying to play basketball and they're like throwing it up in the air. And Alex like pulls Jason to the side and they kind of talk and they're just done. Like it's over. That was a fun three episode arc, but no, it's over now. And they get back in the car and Alex is like, that was the most embarrassing moment of my life. Doesn't surprise me. Courtney should have got right out and slashed Jason's tires, right? Just get out there and slash his tires up and then be like, how's that bitch? (laughs) And then it ends with an Avril song. And I forget, is it um, Nobody's Home? I forget which Avril song it is, but it ends in an Avril song, which you know means dramatic it means emotion and we have a lot of emotions so that's the Cabo episode and again I'm really sorry that this month I've kind of been all over the place with the podcast and I know that I haven't been the best with keeping up with it being late skipping a week here and there just sometimes I need like a Laguna break (laughs) but I love doing this I love the podcast and I really appreciate you guys listening so the hills got picked up for season two which I kind of figured if you listen to the podcast with me and Jemmy, we kind of both called that. But I don't know, ma'am. I mean, I look at the ratings because I'm nosy. But, you know, 
teen moms raking in 700,000, whereas, um, you know, the Hills is on right after that and it's only doing 500,000. So that means that like 200,000 people are like, fuck this. But I think two weeks ago it was up to 600,000. So it seems like people are kind of in and out with it. Maybe they're trying to give it another chance then realize that there's no saving it. And I hate to be like that, but I don't think the show's good. I don't know how it's going to get better. I tried to watch the new episode before I did this recording, but I just couldn't get into it. The fires are really, really interesting, but I'm also very bored by Vegas drama. Like, you're telling me Brody Jenner's fighting for his life and you want to show me Stephanie and Audrina fight over dirty Justin Bobby, who we all love, for his filth. But I don't know. To me, it's just kind of like, all right, guys, like, you're doing too much. And it's, you need to calm down, right, as Taylor Swift would say, who has a new song out today called The Archer. And I'm going to be real. Love Taylor Swift to death. You guys know I am Taylor gang or die. But I don't know if I'm going to love this era. So 1989 was is my least favorite album out of all Taylor's albums. And this is giving me many 1989 feels. And I'm like, fuck, am I too old? <laughs> like, I just I can't get into this. Her. I like you need to calm down, but I like it when I'm drinking. Like I'm when I'm sober, I'm like, yeah, it's catchy, whatever. But when I'm drinking, I'm like, yeah, you do need to calm down. That's how I feel. Um, season three of Very Cavallari just started filming, which is very exciting. I know a lot of people don't like Very Cavallari and a lot of people think I don't like Very Cavallari. I just think they need to figure out what the fuck they're doing. You know, they need to either make it about Kristen's work or Kristen's home. And Kristen doesn't need to keep telling us she's the boss. Like, we get it. We know you're the boss. You don't need to keep, like, threatening to fire everybody every 10 seconds. But I know Reagan moved to Atlanta. I know Matt hasn't been, like, formally asked to come back. I know Shannon's obviously not in it. Brittany will likely be in it. And Colby will likely be in it. But a lot of the shop girls have quit. You know, Kelsey doesn't work there anymore. She did a couple scenes with Matt and Colby. She doesn't work there anymore. I'm pretty sure Kayla doesn't work there anymore. Or if she does, they're just going to, you know, write it in. But I'm pretty sure she works at like a skincare place now. I don't know if she owns it or what, but it's just, I don't know. I think about Vanderpump Rules and all these crazy giant personalities. And I love it. And they all respect Lisa. And Lisa knows that these crazy ass people are what get people to watch. Whereas Kristen, you know, it's a little different because people want to watch for Kristen. But I think she's so different. And I think she tried too hard to be a boss bitch. Where it's more like, no, you're coming off as just a kind of an asshole to people. For no reason, really. And somebody asked me, they're like, do you think the shipping issue is still going to be the main issue of the season? Honestly, just look at their Twitter. The way they have to respond to so many people about like broken things, things tarnishing, empty boxes. But I mean, they're doing hiring events, so they're obviously trying to fill as many positions as they can. And I do give Kristen credit. Obviously, the brand and everything has grown way more than she thought it ever would. So she wasn't sure. She obviously has to hire a bunch more people than she expected. And that's fine. I feel like I had another thing I wanted to talk about, but now I can't remember. Maybe next week I'll talk about CW couples. I did a story today, but we'll see what happens. Wait, I actually remember what I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about the Alex H thing and why she wasn't brought up for very cavalry. So Kristen asked her to be on the episode and she didn't feel comfortable, basically. So I don't know if that's why her scene kind of got cut, like why they used Alex M over her. And then one other thing I wanted to bring up now that I remember is that you guys think season one is better than season two Cabo episode wise. I would much rather like 
the scary ass Alex M Jessica fight than watching Steven just slut shame Kristen. Like I just I know that that was like a big moment like the get keep dancing on the bar slut like that's such a big unfortunately iconic moment for Laguna. But I also think that Jessica and Alex's fight was so real and so raw. And I guess so was Steven and Je- Kristen. But I don't know. I'm going season two is the better season in general. And the season two Cabo episode is better than season one. I hope you guys have an awesome week. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll talk to you next week.